Mom. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to our Friday, Erev Shabbos. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
Asadai 
Like my Zadie was 
The great Ben Sion Schenker, of course, Ms. Marla David, JM in the AM. Good morning, all. 28 minutes before 7 o'clock on this Friday morning. It's August 2nd, the 26th of Av, Erev Shabbos, Parshas Re'eh, and guess what? The month of Elul begins this week. <laughs> well, Ben Rosh Chodesh uh, tomorrow, Rosh Chodesh Elul, will be Tuesday and Wednesday, which means it begins on Monday night. And once Wednesday arrives, we'll start saying L'David Hashem Ori. We'll start, I guess, Tuesday night, right? Tuesday night, L'David Hashem Ori. Uh, in the Ashkenazi community, at least. Uh, the Nusach Ashkenaz community. Uh, we'll start saying L'David Hashem Ori. We'll start blowing the shofar on Wednesday morning. Unbelievable. That calendar is moving, and uh, we're along for the ride. Uh, before the uh, Mudget selection... You heard Shlomo Katz with My Zaydi off the Yes Legacy. Curry Bone from L'Chaim Tish 2. Mimkomcha with Isaac Honig from L'Chaim Tish 3. And Regesh Modani opening things up as we say good morning. Getting ready for an amazing Friday Erev Shabbos program. Reminder, we are here at JM in the AM until 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Then Naomi Nachman has a great show, Table for Two, on between 9 and 10 in our stream at jmintheam.org. And then it all begins. The incredible Erev Shabbos music mix from 10 a.m. all the way until candlelighting. In this case, 7.53 Eastern Time is candlelighting in the New Jersey, New York area. And that will go all day long. There is no better way to prepare for Shabbos. Make sure you're with us all day at jmtheam.org. Reminder, Saturday Night Seagull, fresh new edition with Avrami tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the stream, jmtheam.org. And I want to thank Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler. Rabbi Zwickler of West Orange provides a beautiful Dvar Torah every Saturday night on Saturday Night Seagull with Avrami. And I want to thank him. He's been doing this now for close to six months, and I never uh, gave him the uh, appropriate props, and I'd like to do so. So thank you to uh, West Orange, New Jersey's Rabbi Zwickler for participating with us on Saturday night. Everybody should tune in and listen to him and to Avrami. It's a nice show starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the stream at jmandtheam.org. And don't forget, JM Sunday. Matis hosts JM Sunday and does an amazing, amazing show every single week starting at 7 a.m. Eastern Time on the stream, jmandtheam.org. Uh, so unless you're going on a cruise this coming Sunday, make sure to be tuned in to Matis uh, starting at 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern Time. Of course, in Israel, that starts at 2 p.m. So you have a jam in the a.m., on Sunday as well, not just the other five days of the week. How do you like that? Pretty amazing. And, of course, Monday we're back here at JM in the AM. 25 minutes before 7 o'clock, Aish with Mimkomcha is next at JM in the AM.
That's uh, from Yisrael Werdiger, Bowie Vishalom. Before that, the great Rav Shlomo Kalbach, of course, here at JM. The Amdol Levine had Baruch Kel Elyon from Aish, uh, Raza de Shabbos, Mim Komcha, here at JM. And the M. It's Friday morning on the 2nd of August, day 26 in the month of Menachemav. It's Arab Shabbos Parshas Re'eh, candle lighting at 7.53. We will bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow, Rosh Chodesh Elul, Tuesday and Wednesday, which means it begins on Monday night. Mostly sunny, high 85, mostly cloudy tonight, low 70, scattered thunderstorms for Shabbos with a high temperature of 76 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 90, up in Guilford, New York, our friends at Camp Masora at 60 degrees. We're at 67 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. There'll be no weekly update today. Malcolm Honeline is uh, traveling in an undisclosed location. He will not be able to join us for the weekly update. We hope and we assume that it will continue August 9th, one week from today at 7.40 Eastern Time. That'll be our next weekly update here at JM in the AM. We're welcoming a special guest into our studio this morning here at JM in the AM in the 7 o'clock hour. 
as I just posted on my profile on Facebook, can you guess which New York City mayoral candidate is visiting JM in the AM this morning? And the answer is Pastor Eric Salgado. Pastor Salgado is running for mayor of New York. He's stopping by here at about 7.25 this morning here at JM and AM. Should be a very interesting conversation. Rabbi Yudin coming up at 8.15. We'll wrap up the week at 9 o'clock. Naomi Nachman with a great edition of Table for Two at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the stream. Right after JM and the AM. And, of course, our incredible Erev Shabbos music mix coming up at 10 a.m. All the way until candlelighting time. So there is a lot going on, to say the least. JM in the AM, America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web. JM and the AM.org. Galit Sal in the background. Reminder tomorrow night at Saturday Night Seagull with Avrami starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Fresh new edition on JM and the AM.org. Sunday morning. It's the sixth JM and the AM Sunday, JM and the AM broadcast of the week. JM Sunday with Matis happens at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Web only on the stream at JM and the AM.org. Join Matis for a sixth edition of JM and the AM. It used to be five per week. Now we are six per week, uh, uh, with kudos to Matis for that. That's happening at 7 a.m. Eastern Time this coming Sunday. We call it JM Sunday. Make sure to be tuned in. Galates Al Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Boker Toe from JM in the AM. גלית צהל השעה שתיים, כאן גוני כהן, עם מה שקורה עכשיו. ישראל היא פצע על הגוף של העולם המוסלמי ויש להורידו, אמר היום נשיא איראן הנכנס רוחני בהפגנת המיליונים נגד הציונות. נתניהו בתגובה, העולם צריך להתעורר, איראן לא השתנתה. מדווחת כתבתנו אילאיל שחר. בתגובה לדברי רוחני אמר נתניהו, פרצופו האמיתי של רוחני נחשף מוקדם מהצפוי. גם אם ימהר עכשיו להכחיש את דבריו, זו תוכנית הפעולה של המשפט. הדברים האלה צריכים להעיר את העולם מהאשליה בה הוא נמצא מאז הבחירות באיראן. ורוחני לא לבד, גם קודמו בתפקיד דיבר נגד הציונות במהלך אירועי יום אל-קודס באיראן. כתבתנו חן פישר מוסיפה פרטים. בעצרת נאם נשיא איראן היוצא אחמדינג'אד שהתייחס לחידוש השיחות בין ישראל לפלסטינים ואמר רבים אינם מבינים את עומק הבעיה בפלסטין וחושבים שניתן לפתור זאת על כוס קפה. הוא הוסיף, סופה הרסנית עושה דרכה לעקור את הציונות, לישראל אין מקום באזור. ההמונים באיראן מוחים נגד מה שהם מכנים הכיבוש הציוני. לפני כ-30 שנה הכריז על יום זה האייתולה עלי חמינאי כחובה דתית של כל מוסלמי למען שחרור ירושלים. המערכה בעבודה, היום ייקבע מתי יערכו הבחירות הבאות לראשות המפלגה, יחימוביץ' נגד הקוראים להדחתה. יחימוביץ' וחבר הכנסת איתן כבל דיברו לפני הצהריים בפני חברי ועידת המפלגה בתל אביב. כתבנו עומר קדרון שמע אותם. מתרחש פה עכשיו מאבק פוליטי, והוא לגיטימי, ואני גאה במאבק הזה. תזכרו תמיד שמאחורי המאבק הפוליטי חייב... להיות מאבק על מהות. שלי, תפסיקי להתכנס בעצמך ולהיות מוקפת רק באנשי שומר. אסור להפוך את המפלגה למועדון סגור עם שומרת הסף הסלקטורית שעומדת בשער ומונעת מאנשים טובים להצטרף למפלגה. 
תחזית מזג האוויר, מחר שבת צפויה הקלה בעומס החום. ביום ראשון תהיה ירידה נוספת בטמפרטורות, וביום שני שוב חם מהרגיל. אלה החדשות שערך עומר בן רובי, בצוות אדווה חפץ, יחד עם ברדותן.
Ve shomavo de khobe 
Hey, 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 hey,
Abisele, oh, 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 oh
getroffen und ein bisschen nein. Du siehst doch aus, bin ich doch Thank Norman Laster, another great edition of the Neshama program. In this case, the American Classics uh, collection done by Cantor Benzion Miller. Uh, just an amazing uh, selection with Eli Yaffa doing the conducting for the Barcelona Symphony. Goes back a while. It's from the Milken Archive, and it is quite a uh, an offering. You can check it out. Uh, the Vienna Choir uh, appears on that uh, CD as well. 25 minutes after 7 o'clock. It's Friday at JM and AM on this Erev Shabbos Parshas Re'e. Candle lighting at 7.53 on this Erev Shabbos. We'll bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. Rosh Chodesh Elul, believe it or not, begins on Monday night, a Tuesday and Wednesday. Rosh Chodesh, hard to believe how fast the calendar is going this summer. Well, we uh, stumped uh, almost everybody. We uh, posted on Facebook this morning who is the New York City mayoral candidate who is visiting us here at JM and the AM this morning. And it is, of course, Pastor Eric Salgado, who is a candidate for mayor on the Democratic side. Uh, in New York City, he um, uh, we we reunited the night of the Jewish Press mayoral um, forum that took place a few weeks back, and uh, Pastor Salgado and I are now going to explore why that was a reunion, how we know each other already for many years. Pastor Eric Salgado, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you for having me here, for inviting me to your show. Um, I was listening to the radio station, and it's unbelievable. Uh, well, uh, um, uh, listening in, in the old uh, tri-state area, so it's unbelievable. Well, I appreciate that. And you know something about radio. And that's why when we saw each other a few weeks ago, it was a reunion. I don't think either of us realized. I said to myself, I know this man. I know this man. And sure enough... I look through your bio. You were at uh, 1430 on the AM dial, which we were as well at that time, uh, many years ago. And um, we were up at WRKL uh, years ago as well. And it looks like some of our radio efforts have have uh, crossed over each other over the years. So, again, nice to reunite with you and welcome to JM and the AM. Thank you. Yes, I was in uh, WNSW for right. many years, for seven years. Then we holds uh, a special place in our hearts. Here. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, and then after we took over like three years ago, WRKL in the Rockland County. Are area. you are you the owner of RKL? Uh, well, no, we LMA the station. I mean, the oh, meaning you're leasing yeah, it? Yes, yes, yes. And full twenty four hours? Full twenty four seven. Yeah. Holy cow! For the last three years, and uh, and that's what we had done for the last ten years, broadcasting the city. We was able to start with one hour show, and then grew up to have a one station and then now we have simultaneously a uh, four station. I assume that's uh, Spanish spoken. That's yes, Spanish? it's all Is there Spanish. such a large Spanish population in yes. Rockland County? Oh, yes. Holy yes, cow. Yes, yes. Very, you know there's a County. nice Jewish population up oh, there. Oh, yes, well. yes. I'm very aware <laughs> about that. So now, Pastor, we gotta we got to figure out a partnership. Get us <laughs> get us up there. We have, a, we have a great station in Rockland County at 91.9. I get a, a lot of call by many rabbis from <laughs> Rockland County really? uh, telling me about the station and how well is 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 listening in that area. Also. Very nice. All right, so there you go. Some of our history together. 
Uh, you remember uh, Arthur Liu? Oh, yes. Oh, of is he course. Su- is he supporting you for mayor? Uh, I, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. It's very difficult to... So you haven't approached him for a contribution yet? Yeah, but uh, the, all his workers, they, 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 they believe in my race, and they are actually very supportive of me. He, of course, uh, one of the radio moguls in the city, including... Well, for, for for ten years uh, I was uh, I have been dealing with him, right. and uh, although I'm not the president of the radio station anymore, but they still currently make one of the stations from him, which, which is WJDM, which is where on the dial, uh, fifteen thirty on Elizabeth, New Jersey, and that's his station. That's his station. Boy, oh, boy, I see he's doing well, very well. Even, even after I left him, he continued to do well. Anyway, right. anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, how is the race going so far? Well, first of all, I'm very proud the way we're conducting this race. You have to understand that this is the, the fight between the interests and the, and, and, and the dignity and, uh, and the race between the, the, the faith and the money. And they had the most of the money and I have most of the faith. So with $256,000, we're shaking the city. We're that's getting, the budget? That, that's what we were able to raise so far compared to the 10 million that the other candidates Yeah, you're getting good had. press for a quarter of a million bucks. Yes, and um, not only that, among the Latino... Uh, first of all, this race did not start with the Latino community. That's something I want to always emphasize. Uh, I am Latino and I have worked with the Latino community for many years, but uh, I have worked in, in uh, Latino communities, actually. My church right now is in Bensonhurst right. for the last 15 years. That's so the I, main one. That's the main one. Because a lot of rabbis would love to know how you created 21 satellites in addition to that, right? You have 21 in addition to the one in Bensonhurst. Yes, yes. 22 in, all in the five boroughs? All five. Uh, most of the, yeah, most of them in the tri-state area, maybe a couple of them in, in Long Island, some park. Close all to under city. the same name. Yeah, all under the same name. And for many years, since 1988, we found the church over here in New York City. We incorporated 1989, and we have worked in many uh, communities trying to help people, working with the young people. Actually, the name of the church right. is Iglesia Jóvenes Cristiana, which means Young Christian right. Church. And uh, we have been blessed and very successful to help a lot of people throughout many years. And let me tell you something. When you help, help a person, they never forget about what you did for them in the most crucial time of their life. And that's what brings me satisfaction. When you hold the most vulnerable one, those are followers who are going to follow you for the rest of your life. And that not, not, I could do that into a certain level and limitation when I'm doing it as a pastor. But there's a lot of people going through a lot of struggle in the city, especially after the Superstorm Sandy, people right. depending on food pantry, on food stamp, people depending on all these kind of help from the government. And they actually depending on it. So um, since Hurricane Sandy, we devote ourselves to help the victim, and we opened one of the biggest food pantry in my church over there in Bad Beach, which is Benson, her because if you notice, Bensonhurst was not affected by Sandy, but everyone, uh, everybody else around it. Right. You know, you have Staten Island across the bridge. You have Red Hook on the right. You have on the left Brighton Beach, Coney Island, Far Rockaway. So we established this full pantry over here. And then my heart really goes out when I see people waiting in the line to get the food, you know. And uh, that was right, really what motivated me. I got the request from the Jewish community and the Russian community, a couple leaders from the, the, those 
community got together and said, we need uh, somebody to actually run for this uh, race. And they called me and they said, Reverend Salgado. I said, yes, well, how may I help you? We got a meeting and we want you to run for mayor. Uh, I say no at the beginning, to be quite honest. Because yeah, who wants to do that? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when I was actually, you know, inquiring, seeing the candidate, and I was helping the most vulnerable one in the aftermath of Sandy, and I listened to the current mayor saying that he was going to close the Verrazano Bridge while we were still fishing body under the river and while there was a crisis in the city, you couldn't go to Manhattan without having three, uh, two other Man, passengers was, in your car uh, right. and to close the only link that more than 500,000 New Yorkers who suffered the most because out of all of the victims, 24 people died in Staten Island. Right. You know, I, I, that was very insensitive. Try to close the bridge just to please some tourists um, uh, that came to to, mar- uh, to, to run in the marathon. Right. And then listening to the other candidate like Bill de Blasio and John Lewis saying that they, they, they think that he was right, you say there is a big disconnection between the politician and the reality of of New York uh, City. And so it was just around that time that you decided to run? That very same day. In November? Yes, exactly. That very same day, I was I found more than 40 people looking for garbage, in, in uh, for looking for food in the garbage in Coney Island. I said, I have to do something. That's when we decided to open the, the exploratory yeah. committee and run for mayor. Eric Salgado, uh, Pastor Eric Salgado is here. He is a candidate for mayor in the Democratic side um i picked this up from when um when i hosted the uh, mayoral forum uh you feel and it looks obvious that someone has to inject values and uh and family direction however you want to put it into this race nothing look there you know this you're there are a lot of good people among your colleagues you know some of them are really good people and have done a lot of good work in the city of New York, but it seems in this race, until you got in, there was no real discussion about values, family tradition, things that you know the Jewish community is extremely concerned about. Yes, well, as you know, I am evangelical, and the evangelical community follow very much all the Jewish traditional. Uh, we are unique in that way, and uh, we represent over 300,000 Spanish evangelical in the city. I didn't know there's that many. That's pretty uh, yes, amazing. Yes, we have grown uh, dramatically and I'm proud for that. I'm actually one of the 17 bishops in the Spanish evangelical community. How many and congregants do you have between the 22, uh, 22 we, churches? Uh, how many members? Yeah, how many we, members we, probably total? over 10,000. Wow. The, the main church in Benson, we have 1,100 members. And, uh, and But throughout the city, through because of the radio station, we have over 300,000 listeners. And uh, the reality is that we was observing, first of all, we were trying uh, many uh, com- uh, community-based uh, organization tried to help the different community, and when I saw that the current administration kicked out all the uh, religious organization from the school building because they say it was a violation between, uh, for the separation between the state and the and the government, that really amazed me because the state and the church have to be separate. I'm agree with that, and I believe in that. But they don't have to be enemy. We're mm-hmm. working with the same community. We're working with the same people. So that was something that really impacted me very much as well and I say uh, we have to do something and, and, and right now the Korean administration is actually 
uh, have an agenda against the community of faith. When you see that the current administration sue many uh, business owner in Williamsburg just because they 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 place a sign that say please dress decently, and 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 they take sizes and and actually sue the store, and at the same time you see that there is an agenda to prohibit many things uh, and you laugh about the, the sugary soda but right. that's just the beginning right. when you see the government tampering with the way you're going to uh, uh, actually in your diet or what you're going to eat we have to be very careful because I, I understand that, that we have an argument that the diabetes is actually very uh, a situation that we have to take uh, in consideration Correct. but they have and to encourage be, people to eat right exactly, but the, the exactly. legislated is but uh, not Monday because uh, that opened the door that, pro that perhaps they go after I say uh, maybe many people laugh uh, that they go after the chicken wing or they even go after kosher food of course we have the situation with the masa that they basically uh, making so many events to actually allow people to create this well and do the masa over here and they do in the masa in other uh, state like in Arizona and this is just the beginning of uh, an agenda to try to prohibit many things and when we came to United States especially the Jewish community because I have a good collision with the Jewish community they didn't come over here for financial reason they come over here for freedom to be able to exercise the, the freedom of religion and, and we have to make sure that we don't let go of those rights Pastor Eric Salgado is here in New York City candidate for mayor what has your contribution to this race been do you think that this race would be much different without you in it? Would there be no discussion of faith, tradition, and family values if you were not sitting alongside the other major candidates? Of course, of course. We have to take in consideration, um, and we have to be very careful. Many people say, and I understand that, for example, same-sex marriage is uh, a law that was basically uh, pushed by the government and the state legislature. But there's so much that we have to, we have to actually demand in this city. For example, when I was married 22 years ago, I was defined as the groom, and my wife was defined as the bride. Correct. But the marriage license that we are taking in our holy places right now, it doesn't define you as the groom or your wife as the bride. It's a groom slash bride A, groom slash bride B. So if we want to talk about equality, we have to make sure that at least the people who believe in traditional marriage, we have the right to, to do so. So one of the things that I would do as mayor is to... Uh, create a separate marriage license for the community of faith. We're not taking nothing uh, away from other communities. Uh, let the government do what they want to exactly, do. Exactly, but uh, for, 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 for marriage, this is actually, if we're talking about the separation between states and churches, this is actually a religious issue, a religious um, uh, a matter, mm -hmm. and we have to make sure that the uh, community of faith still have the ability to define this themselves. I wonder if we took a poll of New Yorkers, how many would agree with you on this? Oh, well, probably we, that would be a good idea because I, I don't think most of the people notice that, that when you go to apply for a marriage license right, right now, they don't define you as the groom <laughs> or the bride. Um, and, uh, and of course, uh, for, for, uh, for many reasons, especially because of the media, uh, the major candidates have had to, you know, jump on this bandwagon. But I wonder what the 
what the people in general think about it. Was your father a pastor? No, no. My father came from Puerto Rico in 1926. I was born here in the Bronx when I was born. And he uh, was not a religious leader? No, he was not a religious. I was the first one in my family who actually turned into that. And did I read in your bio that at one time you were involved in auto mechanics? Uh, no, I was actually, uh, that's how I started business. When I was 19 years old, I was hired by uh, CNC Auto Park. <laughs> and I was at Auto Park in Midwood in Avenue P and Coney Island uh, Avenue. So you know the whole community. I know the whole community. I have been serving them That's for like many the heart years. Of Jewish community. And it was amazing because I started as a driver in, mo- in only uh, one year. They made me the manager, and I worked for them for the Frasca family for six years. And that's how I learned to manage things and to administrate. And I'm proud of it because that helped me to go in business myself in 1994, which I started a completely totally different business, which was a bookstore with my spouse Sonia. Uh, that was also in Brooklyn. That was also in Brooklyn. We started in Fifth Avenue, and we was able to actually open uh, different branches in throughout the city. We at one time we have five different bookstores and throughout the city, and one warehouse. And well. then you take your uh, ministry, so to speak, to the radio and to the. Yes, uh, simultaneously, I have worked in the church since 1988, uh, and I was able to found the first church in Rehu, which we still uh, have a, uh, the temple over there. Then we found the church in Sunset Park, and then. And in 1998, we started the church in Bensonhurst, which was a big challenge. Many people told me, you have to concentrate to go to this Latino community. This is Bensonhurst. We don't have Latino over here. But uh, there was a purpose to, to, to do so. And today, I'm proud to say that we have a congregation in Bensonhurst. We have three temples in Bensonhurst. And uh, we have more than 1,100 uh, members in the church. And uh, that, that really... Um, uh, inspire me to keep forward in this uh, major race because um, I have the limitation of the resources, but the, the people actually who listen to my message, especially when it comes to the, the, the tax credit that I want to actually grant parents who mm-hmm. are doing a good job of sending the children to private school. I myself, I'm not a rich person. Um, John Castamiri was in a forum saying, I'm very successful. I'm a billionaire. I'm successful, but I'm not a billionaire. <laughs> but I did send my children to private school all my life. Like many of us do. Exactly. You know. Not because we are rich, because that's a myth. Some people believe that whoever send the children to a private school is a rich person. But no, you sometimes for religious purpose, you try to give the best education and you put the money where your mouth is so I believe for these people we have to at least if they're not utilizing the twenty thousand dollar that costs to educate a children, a, a child in per year, per year. You don't know. So in my case, I had six children. So at least they should have. Uh, a tax credit, and we cannot do it to the to the state level because they have so many uh, members, like the blame a member that prohibit them to use those for uh, religious uh, school. Right. But I want to do it through the real estate tax. I want to give you a tax deduction to all the parents who are sending the children to private school, and that's going to save a lot of money. Well, I'm you. also a father of six, oh, and uh, I'm glad that we have the potential to have somebody in city hall who understands the tuition problem. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's the, actually the, the, the right uh, language to understand right. because we have the two sides of the coin. I'm the product of the uh, uh, public education in Puerto Rico and part also over here in New York City. 
and I I would like to improve the Department of Education. I don't have commitment with the teacher union. I appreciate the educator. In right. fact, I started a bachelor in early child education, and I spent six months doing my internship in a classroom. And I did that because I want to start a school in my through my organization as well to help the community. Sure. But the reality is there's a lot of good educators, and, and they deserve better. Many people ask me, uh, what, uh, what you do, what you plan to do to, to close a, a, a decent contract with this good educator. And the reality is that the current administration have a problem with priority. For example, they, they don't have money to, they, they don't have money to actually close a, a decent contract with the educator or the school bus driver. But in the meanwhile, they're spending $3 million to bring doctors and nurses to the school system to give, uh, the morning after pill to childs of only 13 and 14 years old without the concern the consent the of the parents consent of the parents outrageous that's outrageous Absolutely 3 million dollar Spending. Forget the money. The whole concept is outrageous, as so, you know. So my, my, my question is, what is the priority? To educate the children or to kill more children? My priority will be to educate the children. But at the same time, I want to recognize the good job that those parents are doing to sacrifice themselves and their money to actually uh, provide a private, private education to their child. No question about it. You grew up in the Bronx? Uh, no, I was born in the Bronx, uh, once again, uh, because I was born with a chronic called childhood asthma mm. i was taken to puerto rico my father came to to new york in 1926 so he saw all the stages that the latino community went through that's for sure and when they were very underrepresented that's one thing i want to be a mayor who's going to represent all the underrepresented community and you got back from puerto rico at the age of 17 17, 17 my parents they tried to come a couple times and then they, you went to the bronx or you're in brooklyn no uh, then i established my myself in brooklyn, in brooklyn. and uh, most of my life my productive life i spent in Brooklyn helping the most vulnerable one. Well, it's great seeing you again, to say the least. And uh, it, it must be tough. It must be a difficult race. Obviously, other candidates, as you say, have a lot more money. And the media seems to really gravitate towards certain candidates. I'm, sh- I'm sure you're following. The, we don't have to go into detail, but I'm sure you're but, following. But, but I'm sure me, you're following who's getting yes, all the headlines yes, yes. these days. It, right? it's very embarrassing. Sometimes we are in the middle of a forum, and 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 and, and this person he just walk out, and all the camera walk out with him, mm-hmm. and that's taking a lot of, uh, that's creating a lot of distraction uh, during uh, this race, and that's a shame. Uh, one of the things I request from Anthony Winner was an apologize to apologize to the latino community because while he was doing his dumb to his, his wrong behavior over the internet he was using a latino name yeah. so he's always the latino the one who get the blame and that's not fair because if he's trying to be a mayor in a city where we have more than 2.4 million latino he should respect them it's not right for other people to whenever i do something uh, good or bad i do it under my name i'm eddie salgado i'm latino this is who i am but it's not yeah, fair he has Hesitated to use his own name. For exactly, that. and then <laughs> to use a Latino name right. to 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 somehow push the blame to somebody else that is going to be Latino. That that is very disrespectful for the Latino. And in fact, when the uh, post wrote, "Oh, there's no Latino running this race," uh, just Carlos Dangers. That was even more insulting because there is a Latino running in this race, not Carlos Dangers, Eric Salgado. Right. We uh, was able to file more than twenty thousand signatures. They were not even challenged. I'm proud of my group. First of all, we have a good shot to win this race. We have one million Latino registered as a Democrat, and if I get at least 10% of them, plus the Jewish vote, 
I'm going to definitely be the next mayor of New York City. And you've had uh, support from the Jewish community, from some of the leadership. I had the support from the Jewish community. I want to say hello to my friend Jonathan, Gabriel, uh, Joseph, and all my supporters from the Jewish community. We're working hard. We're going to the synagogue in the morning. We are going to different places uh, to meet the Jewish community. I was just uh, two nights ago in the Kew Garden in Is- Young Israel, right. uh, Yeshiva, in Queens, in, in Queens and, and, and also in Brooklyn. Clean in Midwood and all over, um, and, and we are uh, actually looking to. And we, if, if we get um, with the limited resources that we have right now, I'm doing a lot of parade. I'm doing a lot of parade. I'm shaking a lot of hands. <laughs> and we are, we have a good response in the Latino. So whoever thinks that the Latino go is not going to go to Eric Salgado is foolish in himself. I don't care how many endorsements they get from this weak. As Hispanic politician, I am the one who's gonna get the Latino vote, and I'm working strongly to get the, the, the Jewish vote. I have a lot of support among the Russian and many other communities, especially the community of faith, like the Catholic, the Italian, the Irish. So if we are able to keep building on this coalition, I'm going to be able to go to the runoff, and ultimately, I'm going to be able to be the next mayor of New York City. Pastor, God bless you. Thank you. Great reuniting with you. It was a pleasure myself every time I come to uh, a radio station. I, I, I love to be in TV. I don't want to say <laughs> nothing bad about the TV. Come on, you know there's nothing like radio. <laughs> but there's come on. nothing like radio. I really love it. And I come, I We're see the We're both old timers already in this. That's right. So I really appreciate that you invite me over here. And uh, when you told me you have the choice to do it over the phone or come in person, I said I have to go in person because it's nothing like being in the radio oh, station. Oh, you know it. Studio. You know it. You so see. I really thank you. And I want to thank all the Jewish community. Some people argue, oh, I don't want to give the vote to Salgado because it's like wasting my vote. That's not true. First of all, if I motivate, if I continue to motivate the Latino community, I could come easily with 100,000 Latino voting for me. And besides, nobody's going to win in this election. It's going to be going to a runoff. runoff, So if you vote for every Salgado, you're doing the right choice. Pastor, thank you. Great seeing you and uh, good luck. Continued good luck. Pastor Eric Salgado is a candidate for New York City mayor on the Democratic side. And uh, uh, just like us, an old-time radio folk, and great reuniting with him here at JM in the AM. 11 minutes before 8 o'clock, a big programming note. Uh, Malcolm Honeline is traveling in an undisclosed foreign country, and therefore we are not able to conduct the weekly update today. I know there's a lot to talk about between the peace process and the prisoner release in Israel and a lot of other stuff, uh, but we cannot get to it today, unfortunately. Uh, he will hopefully join us next week on the 9th of August at 7.40 in the morning Eastern Time next Next Friday, right here at JM in the AM. Ten minutes before 8 o'clock on this era of Shabbos. We'll continue with more coming up at JM in the AM.
They call it the Lost Album. It's the very first Schwabel, Scharf, and Levine uh, album in that uh, in that era. I believe it was uh, Schwabel, Scharf, and Sonnenblick, if I'm not mistaken. And um, that's Curry Bone. Only going back, oh my gosh, recorded back in 1984. Boy, does that sound like a long time ago. Arye Kutzler before that with Osis Shalom. I want to thank Pastor Eric Salgado running for mayor of New York and Visiting us here at JM in the AM. Nice to reunite with an old radio friend and uh, wishing him good luck. Minute before 8 o'clock, our weekly update usually happening at this time with Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Malcolm, who did a weekly update with me this past Shabbos at Champions Gate, the Yeshiva University Leadership Conference, uh, is traveling in an undisclosed location and is not able to join us this morning. I am hoping, especially since I'm not here two weeks from today, I am hoping that he'll join us next week on August 9th at 7.40 Eastern Time for another edition of the Weekly Update. Don't forget Saturday Night Seagull with Avrami tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the stream at jmdm.org. It's a great show and a fresh brand new one for you. Matis hosts JM Sunday and does a great job every single week. Uh, Matis' show every Sunday is getting better and better as the weeks go by. Just doing a great show every Sunday morning starting at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to catch it as we approach the first anniversary. I'm proud of being here 30 years. I am also proud that we are approaching the first anniversary of JM Sunday with Matis on the stream at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, jmandtheam.org. Mostly sunny with a high temperature of 85. 90 in Yerushalayim, 67 here in Jersey City. Candlelighting at 7.53 on this Erev Shabbos Parshas Re'eh. We'll bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow, Rosh Chodesh Elul, believe it or not, Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday, Rosh Chodesh Elul, as this summer continues to rapidly go by. Uh, don't forget our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, our Facebook update page. And um, on Twitter, at Tall Jewish Radio, or at Nahum Siegel Net. Uh, follow us so you'll know exactly what's happening. 9 o'clock this morning, here at jmintheam.org. 9 o'clock this morning, here at jmintheam.org. It is a, uh, another edition of Table for Two with Naomi Nachman. She has a, a phenomenal show, a brand new phenomenal show, uh, scheduled for 9 a.m. this morning, which means you can catch her right after JM in the AM on the stream at jmandtheam.org, uh, so make sure to do so. And um, just pulling up just pulling up the information regarding Naomi's shows, so I can tell you what to expect at 9 o'clock this morning. 
Hang on just one second. Today on Table for Two, the winner of the Chulland Cook-Off at Yeshiva University's Champions Gate Conference, uh, which we were at last weekend. There's always a Chulland Cook-Off on Friday morning. And um, Judy Goldrich, Judy Goldrich was the winner of the Chulland Cook-Off last week. Uh, Naomi speaks with her on Table for Two today between 9 and 10 Eastern Time. A uh, food blogger and author of the of This American Bite, Yosef Silver, who's also competing in the Kosher Kansas Barbecue Contest. They were talking about that as well last week, people from Kansas City. He'll be on. Also, Jesse Blonder, director and co-owner of the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts. He'll be on as well. All three guests with Naomi between 9 and 10 this morning on the stream at jmnam.org. And then, at 10 o'clock this morning, you know what happens. A full, incredible uh, music stream of Erev Shabbos selections from 10 a.m. until candle lighting. There is no better way to prepare for Shabbos. You just put it on and let it roll, as so many families and so many people have been doing over the last many, many months. It is really incredible. Uh, just put the stream on and enjoy a phenomenal selection of Erev Shabbos tunes, uh, courtesy of Mark Zamek, our music director. So uh, do that, and you'll be very happy on an Erev Shabbos. want to thank our friends at JewishWorldReview.com, who continue to enthusiastically recommend the JM and the AM live stream to their readers. And I thank them. If you, if you scroll down like three, four articles on the um, uh, JewishWorldReview.com uh, site, you will see how they continue to promote the 24-hour Nachum Siegel Jewish music stream. And uh, I thank them for that. They have some amazing articles this week, including Maggie, uh, today, I should say, because they change every single day. Uh, Maggie Clark on the push for uh, requiring racial impact statements before passing new state laws. Uh, they have uh, Morgan Housel on two types of risk and two types of bubbles. They have Ken Delanian on CIA's spooks are spooked. They have Caroline Glick on true believers, B.B. Barry Carey and the inevitable destruction of fanaticism wound with fantasy. Uh, wound with fantasy, actually, I guess that would be read. So Caroline Glick has a brand new article, which you'll find. Go to JewishWorldview.com. Thousands of selections to choose from, and we thank them again for their enthusiastic support. Three minutes after 8 o'clock on a Friday, and this is a America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, Rockland County at 91.9 FM and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Ain't no vigil in a cliche, she. There ain't no vigil in a cliche, she. You can drive for all eternity. 
a.m. Draw Yikra done by uh, Leviathan. Before that, Shlomo Simcha and uh, Peiro Alai. The YU Maccabees with a brand new single entitled Brave. Want to thank Yossi's Y for getting that over to us. And thank the Maccabees. Uh, Aaron Holder off of the Yes Legacy with Ain't No Bishel and a Klish Lishi. Malcolm Honline. Uh, we'll hopefully return next week, August 9th, Friday, 7.40 in the morning with a weekly update here at JM and the AM. It's Erev Shabbos Parshas Re'eh, candle lighting 7.53. We'll bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow, Rosh Chodesh El Tuesday and Wednesday. This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Re'eh. Parshas Re'eh is a very rich parsha. According to the Chinuch, it contains 55 mitzvos. Just by way of introduction, I think it's so important that we realize it's not coincidental that Parshas Re'eh is read in conjunction with, as this Shabbos is, Shabbos Mavarachim El. Please God, Rosh Chodesh Elul is this forthcoming Tuesday and Wednesday. And Elul, which is for the Sfardim, beginning with Rosh Chodesh Elul, the recitation of Slichos, Ashkenazim have the practice of reciting Slichos on the week before Rosh Hashanah. So the idea is that the Parsha itself, with the opening verse of Moshe speaking to the Jewish people, not only those who were about to enter Eretz Yisrael, but speaking to the Jewish nation over the millennium. Moshe coming to our Bate Knesios this Shabbos and speaking to the Jewish people and letting the people know Be aware there is a choice and be aware that this is what life is all about and be aware that we are to make the proper preparation in Elul for Emir Hashem, the forthcoming Yomim Noroim, the Parsha itself sets the tone for us. Among the 55 mitzvos, the beginning of the Parsha deals with the centrality of Yerushalayim. And while the Torah doesn't mention Yerushalayim by name, the place where Hashem will cause His Shekhinah to rest, the Beis Hamikdash, to be found in Yerushalayim. And you have in this week's Parsha the um, concept of Bonimatem Lashem Alokechem, that literally you are children unto Hashem. And I very strongly recommend that you look at the Ramban on that Pasuk, chapter 14, Pasuk 1, and his very significant insights into the Hashkafa and Halacha of Avelus, of the laws of mourning. And you have at the end of the Parsha, the Parsha Samoadim, the three pilgrim festivals. I'd like to focus, however, this morning on the mitzvah of Tzedakah, which is found in Parshas Re'eh, and indeed, according to the Chinuch, Mitzvah 478, Mitzvah 479 of the 613 which are in this week's parsha deal with two different aspects of the mitzvah of tzedakah. Says the Torah in chapter 15, 
Pasuk 7 and Pasuk 8, Ki Yebcha Evion, if there shall be a poor, a destitute person among you, literally any one of your brothers, and in this case here, brothers do come first, family first, if one has lo'olenu in his family, those who are in need, in any of your cities, your community comes first, in your land, and the land of Israel takes precedence. So if there should be a poor person, this is Mitzvah 478, don't harden your heart. And the Torah says, Further, Velosik potes esyodacha, nor shall you close your hand, meyochicha ha'evyon, from against your destitute brother. But rather, the next pasuk, misva 479, open your hand, give, and listen carefully. The mitzvah of tzedakah is really told to us, you are literally to provide him that which he needs. And that need is a subjective one, which I cannot go into this morning, which is very, very interesting and very often challenging. But I'd like to uh, share with you a very exciting insight of the commentary Yad Yosef and I saw this in the Sefer of Rav Pinchas Friedman the head of the Kolel of Bells and I find this to be exceedingly delicious very exciting I call the Torah an onion, meaning that there are layers and layers, and one never ceases to get excited from the different layers. So understandably, I will first share with you the pshat. The pshat means the literal understanding. The Torah says, I'm warning you, don't harden your heart, and don't clench your fist, but rather, you shall open your hand to lo him, who is the him referring to the pronoun, it's referring to the poor individual. Says the Yad Yosef, wait a minute, I want to share with you a very interesting medrash. The medrash is found in Kohelis Rabbah, chapter 5, paragraph 20. Tani b'shem Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir taught the following, Kisha Adam ba le'olam, when a baby comes into this world, a healthy baby comes in, every baby that is born, Yadav Hain Kitsufo, Kifutos, the fist is clenched. Why Klomar? As if to say that the baby is making a statement, Kol Olam Kulo Shalihu, the whole world is mine, I will conquer the world, I, I will accomplish, I, I will amass, I, I will do, Ani no Chalo, here I am, the clench, the hand is clenched for me to accomplish. But Nebach, Kishu Niftar Min Olam, when one takes leave of this world, without exception, Yodav Heim Pshutos, one's hands are open, 
Klomar saying, Lo nochalti mina olam hazeh klum. I did not take anything from this world. And therefore, suggest the Ad Yosef something so exciting. And that is as follows. The Torah says, watch. When a poor person comes to you, don't harden your heart. And don't clench your fist. You want to know why? Because remember that eventually you will open your hands. Lo! Lo! This pronoun can now be understood with a capital L, meaning referring to Him with a capital H to Hashem because you're going to open your hands to God when you take leave of this world. You're going to clearly state at that time, I'm not taking it with me. So if you're not going to take it with you, says the Torah, use it properly and use it the way Hashem wants you to use it. And indeed, the idea is very clearly that the Pasuk in Mishlei, in chapter 10, verse 2, the Pasuk says, Tzedakah Tatsil Mimaves, literally, that giving charity can help defer one's own demise as well as others. Well, here, the concept is by your giving now, by your opening your hand now, prior to your opening them when you have no choice, midah keneged midah, as you were generous and opened up your hand, so too God will extend His generosity to you. And indeed, this is the Gemara in Bava Basra, Dak Yud Amr Aleph. The Gemara in Bava Basra tells us, Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar, before he davened, what did he do? He gave charity. Why? He quoted the Pasuk from Tilim 17, 15, Literally, I, with righteousness, will appear before you. But I believe it's a bit more profound. And that is as follows. What Rebbe Leza is saying is as follows. Each and every one of us, before we start davening, we come to the Shemona Esrei with a shopping list. Whether it's the Shemona Esrei during the week, and it's a shopping list of God give us our allowance, and God give us, please, our health, and God please give us our security, and give and give and give, which we ask for. And I ask you, are we always always really worthy and deserving of what we're asking for. So very possibly Rebbe Laza is teaching us that very important point and was saying to Hashem, take a look. I am giving charity. And in the merit of this charity, what does that mean? Charity means in this case here that even if I don't deserve it as I gave tzedakah, please you should respond in kind and give me tzedakah by and Answering my specific prayer. So this concept of literally 
don't clench your fist, but rather open your hand. The opening of the hand should be done now in this world before we have to open our hand against our will when we take leave of this world. This is point one, and perhaps this is the understanding of that which we say every day, at least three times a day in Ashrei, and the Shulchan Aruch tells us that the important line of Ashrei, more important than all the others, is Poseach es yodecha umazbiyah Literally, open up. What's the yodecha? Whose hands are we asking to be opened up? Are we talking about literally God's hands? Or maybe not. Maybe Poseach es yodecha means that God gives us the ability that we and the insight that we should open up our hands. Poseach es yodecha. Hashem helps us to literally open up that clenched hand. And then as a result of that, when we open up our hands... He responds in kind, Because we demonstrate generosity, so He as well is going to sustain ourselves and mankind. This is that beautiful teaching of Hashem Tzilcha. Hashem is nothing less than our shadow. Meaning that the way we conduct ourselves, right, this is the way Hashem conducts us. That's the Shalom HaKadosh. The Shalom HaKadosh says on the Pesach and Tilim 121, Hashem Tzilcha, God is your shadow. When you hold up two fingers against the wall and the shadow, the wall and the shadow is not going to get put through we take the initiative, and this is called the concept of Isarusa de Lesata. Down here says the Zohar Hakadosh, and when we make the initiative, he responds in kind upstairs. And finally, the next thing is, the Torah tells us not only are you to give charity, but the Torah says in Pasuk Yud, you're not to give begrudgingly. You're not to let your heart feel bad. Wait a second. The doctor tells me to exercise. But the most difficult exercise is to put my hand in my pocket and take my money and give it to somebody else. But the answer is very, very important. Understand how different Torah looks upon what we call charity. According to Webster, charity is something which is, you'll forgive me, a nice act that a person volunteers to do. You want to give? Give. You don't want to give? Don't give. No! Zaka is a mitzvah. It's a commandment. Now how could Hashem command us to give the next one? The answer to that, I believe, is found in Parshas Mishpatim. When the Torah says in chapter 22 in Shmos, in Kesef Talveh Esami, literally you are to extend a loan and you are to help the next one. Why? Esa'oni, says the Torah, Imach. Literally, that which belongs to the poor is Imach, is given to you. Did you ever ask yourself, why is it that Mr. A does not have enough even to support himself and his family and Mr. B has more than he needs? And the answer is because Hashem who runs the world, Hashem wants to give the schus, He wants to give the merit to Mr. B that he should be able to support Mr. A. And this is such an incredible idea. The next time that 
a poor person or a worthy institution comes to the door. So rather than say to your child, I'm not home, or tell him or hide, just the opposite. Remember what we find in the second chapter of the book of Rus, that when Naomi asks Rus when she comes home from the field where she collected with the other poor because he kept his field open to the poor. And so Naomi asks her daughter-in-law, where did you gather today? So what does Rus say? Shemo ish asher osisi imo hayom. The name of the man that I did for him today is Boaz. What do you mean you did for him? He did for you. He gave it to you. The answer is no. By the poor person coming and asking us they transform us into a giver. They are causing us pasoach tiftach esyod cholo. They're causing us to open our hands and not to clench our fists to the poor individual prior to our having to open our hands to Hashem, thereby allowing us to accrue and get so much benefit, not only in the future, but right now. Wow, how special is the mitzvah of tzedakah, and especially this time of the year. As we go into Rosh Chodesh Elul, let us appreciate the privilege of giving tzedakah. Shabbat Shalom to all.
J.M. in the A.M. Barry Weber with Lachuna. Whoa. With Lachuna Ranana, or Lachina Ranana, as he says, from the CD entitled Thank You Hashem. J.M. in the A.M. 19 minutes before 9 o'clock on this Friday, Erev Shabbos. Candlelighting at 7.53. Rosh Chodesh Elul, Tuesday and Wednesday, believe it or not. Pretty amazing. Table for two coming up with Naomi Nachman. You'll hear the show on jmintheam.org right after J.M. in the A.M. That's how it works. You will hear the show. Uh, oh, I got to log into Facebook to see the uh, lineup. Give me a second. We'll do that. Uh, so Naomi's on between uh, nine and ten Eastern time on the stream. jmintheam.org, and then at ten o'clock, the amazing, incredible Erev Shabbos music stream starts. And believe you me, it is amazing. Um. It really is an amazing stream. All right, so Naomi Nachman today, between 9 and 10, speaks with the winner of the Chulon Cook-Off from the YU Champions Gate Conference. That's Judy Goldrich. So she'll speak with food blogger and author of This American Bike, Yosef Silver, who's also competing in the Kosher Kansas Barbecue Contest this weekend. And Jesse Blonder, director and co-owner of the Center for the Kosher Culinary Arts. It's all happening with... Um, with Naomi between 9 and 10 this morning on the stream right after JM and the AM. Then, of course, the music stream continues all the way until candle lighting time. Executive assistant Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern time on the stream, jmtheam.org. And um, that's Saturday Night Seagull. And uh, Matis hosts JM Sunday this coming Sunday morning. Uh, 7 a.m. Eastern Time on the stream, jmandtheam.org. It is always an amazing show, and I guarantee you it will be amazing this coming uh, Sunday as well. Matis, JM Sunday between 7 and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the stream. We now have a sixth day of JM and the AM, and very proud of it. Hey, someone told me yesterday that our friends at Main Event Caterers just celebrated their 25th anniversary. If that's true, and I assume it is, actually the truth is we're going to be speaking. We're going to be speaking with Joey Bodner next week, in advance of our trip to Israel the following week, so we could ask him. Uh, but I want to wish a Mazel Tov to um, uh, Joey and Eddie and Marty and everybody at Main Event Caterers. A quarter of a century of doing amazing work, and we wish them a very special Shabbat Shalom from all of us here at JM in the AM. And I, I, I gotta wish the Socher family a Mazel Tov. You know. Uh, due to reasons beyond my control, I was not able to be at the wedding this past week, and uh, Renee and uh, and, uh, and Michael Socher uh, celebrated. Um, uh, from what I hear, was an absolutely amazing wedding celebration. I take this opportunity to wish the entire mishpacha a special mazel tov. Those of you who are uh, JM and the AM aficionados, you know that uh, Mike and I go way back. And uh, again, I, uh, I I was so sorry I wasn't able to be there at the wedding. And then when I heard how unbelievable the wedding was, I was even more sorry. So I wish them a very special Mazel Tov and a continued Nachas from all of us here at JM in the AM. And if anybody who speaks to the folks at the Neshama Orchestra at any point during the summer, make sure to wish Mike and Renee a very special Mazel Tov. And of course, the entire family, Hassan and Kala, and uh, the extended family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Isaac Betone is next. This is an error of Shabbos at JM in the AM.
Shame in the AM. Want to take this opportunity and wish a happy birthday to Avi Lauer. Avi Lauer, in addition to being a, a very dedicated person on the staff of Yeshiva University, uh, is an extremely dedicated JM in the AM listener and one of the greatest advocates for JM in the AM and jmintheam.org. So I take this opportunity not only to thank him, but to wish him a very happy birthday. Happy birthday, Avi Lauer, from all of us here at JM in the AM. Here's Zevi Kaufman.
the AM. Zevi Kaufman with Vachad Odi. First Arab Shabbos of August, imagine that, and we're already benching Rosh Chodesh Elul. Arab Shabbos Parshas but Rosh Chodesh will be Tuesday and Wednesday. Candle lighting at 7.53 on this Arab Shabbos, 7.53. 67 degrees, mostly sunny, a high temperature of 85. Table for two is coming up next with Naomi Nachman. She'll speak with the winner of the uh, Yeshiva University Champions Gate Conference, Chulland Cookoff. Judy Goldrich was the winner. She'll be on. Food blogger and author of the American Bite, Yosef Silver, also competing in the Kosher Kansas Barbecue Contest. He'll be on. And Jesse Blonder, director and co-owner of the Center for the Kosher Culinary Arts, he'll be on as well, all between 9 and 10 this morning, coming up right after JM and the AM on our stream at jmtheam.org. All day long, incredible music on the stream for an era of Shabbos. That's right, all the way from 10 a.m. Eastern Time until candlelighting time, you'll hear just continuous great era of Shabbos selections. Make sure to be tuned in and enjoy. There is no better way to prepare for Shabbos. This is a... Uh, this is a confirmed statement, by the way. No better way to prepare for Shabbos than with our music stream in the background, no matter where you are. Simple as that. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull tomorrow night on the stream at jmnam.org beginning at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And Matas with JM Sunday beginning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time, Sunday morning on the stream. Uh, both those are uh, fresh editions and uh, great programs. Make sure to tune them in. You'll be glad you did. We're back Monday right here, and there's a rumor that Henry Stimler of Jay Soho is going to be stopping by on Monday. There's a big event going on in the Hamptons, supposedly, so we'll speak with him when he gets to our studio. He's always a fascinating guest, to say the least. We expect him Monday morning right here at JM in the AM. Time to say good Shabbos. It's Journeys at JM in the AM.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. And that will close out another amazing week for us here at JM. In the AM. Naomi Nachman is next on the stream with Table for Two. Make sure to be tuned in. She always does an amazing show. Um, Avrami tomorrow night. Saturday night, Siegel. Matis Sunday morning with JM Sunday. A whole bunch of great programming you got to keep in mind. It's just amazing. It never seems to stop. Have a fabulous Shabbos, a great weekend. We'll speak to you Monday. Till then, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.